We gotta start it with the song. Here we go. Bang. That's how we started off. Fuck your life. Welcome to Coney Island, motherfucker. This is shit I, I did this shit for uh, Soul Assassin. I never forget about it. Soul Assassin, you said. It's too real out here. It's out though? It was for the, that was for the, yeah, it came out on, they put it on, they put it on, um, Obi Trice out. Bang! Welcome to Outside with Gorilla Motherfucking Nems. We live in Coney Island. This is episode 16. It's a, it's like 74 degrees in Coney Island. It feels about 68. I'm fat, so I'm still sweating. But everybody else apparently got hoodies on, you know what I'm saying? It's a cold day for them. <laughs> To the right of me, this guy needs no introduction. He's a motherfucking legend. He's a motherfucking legend in the game. Originally from New York, we claim we we gonna start claiming him over here. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's a West Coast legend, DJ Muggs. Yeah. So the right of him, he's not at all from New York, but we still might claim him over here. You know? <laughs> Because he's a solid individual. That since yeah. the day I met him, he's been solid. There's very few people that you meet in this rap game that are solid individuals. The majority of them are unsolid, like fucking babies. You heard? We got my boy, TF. You heard? Yeah. Instead of writing them, my glorious co-host. You know what I'm saying? You know his aunt sucks baby dicks. You know he's been through two open heart surgeries and he got a heart of a 17-year-old woman. You know what I'm saying? He's out here fucking like a newborn. Hey, yo, what? You got pass, F-Y-L, you heard? Yeah, no Viagra needed. No Viagra. And to the right of him, my other co-host, this is the second time we've seen him this year. You know what I'm saying? He used to be Rockefeller's A&R. You know what I'm saying? Facts. <laughs> we got six to dawn. Yeah. 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 Yo. Six. A disclaimer. Six never worked for The Rock. He just represents. Nah. All he, he wakes up listening to Jay-Z. He bubble baths listening to Memphis Bleak. Facts. He showers listening Facts. to Amil. You know what I'm saying? Crush my teeth to Beanie. And he got a tramp stamp. Rock La Familia. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's not a fact. <laughs> So, yo, fun. mug, that, that <laughs> joint right there. Hold up, we, well, let's start with that. That that um song was that originally a a Soul Assassin song? Yeah, that was a Soul Assassin song. Was never, that's one of my like favorite joints. It's gonna be on a Soul Assassin album that never came out, and um we was on tour, and they was like, yo, we need one more joint for Obi's album, so we use that one. So we, you know, we put it on Obi's album. Yo, cause forever I couldn't find that when the streaming started. That's like one of the first songs I would look for, and I never knew it was on Obi's album. I, I searched every mug shit. Maybe I didn't know the name. I searched everything, never could find it. Then one day I'm listening to. I said, Yo, I never heard this album. Let me listen to it, and the song pops up on there. That's like the heyday of oh, of Shady Records. That's Ooh. M, Yayo, Banks, Fifty, Obi. Yo, that shit is crazy. Yeah, they went they went crazy on that shit too. How do you, how do you, how do you formulate something like that? Because, I mean, throughout the whole Soul Assassin series, Soul Assassin's 3 out right now, it just dropped. But 
How do you formulate songs? Like, 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 how do you know who to put together? Well, that one was pretty much, it was just the Shady family, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, just They just, they just went, they, they got the beat and they just took over. Everybody just jumped on that shit. They just went in, man. They all murdered that motherfucker too, man. That's, I think that's one of 50's best verses ever in his career. Yeah, and that was early 50 too. That was first album time. Yeah, right there. yeah first that's... album time. Because we was on tour doing the anger management in Europe. Cypress, 50 Cent, Exhibit, and uh, 50 just had Wankster in, um, in the club. Oh, so he was oh, brand brand new. The album didn't even up. come out yet? Not yet. Wow. Oh, so he had something to prove. Oh, Especially he was, he was on that with M. He was yeah, killing he was it. Every motherfucker. Oh, yeah, nah. yeah. Yeah. Facts. That's vintage OG. Yeah, Richard died trying. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Facts. And he was on tour with them. You know, he was thirsty. I, I need to get ripped some. Facts. Facts. Yo, cool. TF, what's up, man? You looking like Kenny from South Park out here, man. <laughs> yeah, everything's scandalous, man. Oh, cold. He's cold. He's cold. like this. Man. Yo, let me tell you something about TF, man. Like, probably up to last year, I didn't know him. I just knew of him through my man Vegas, New Vegas Films. I go out to L.A., I have a show. Um, no, that was like two years ago. That was, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. That was right before Bing Bong went crazy. It was yeah. out. Bing Bong shit was out, but it wasn't super viral yet. And I told Vegas, I said, yo, tell your mans, call them up, man. Tell them if you want to come out on my show and, and perform a little joint. And, uh, bro, ever since then. Oh, uh, yeah, we've been tapped in. We've been rocking. Then. Every time I'm in L.A., T.F. is with us. Anytime T.F. is out here, we with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. just a super solid individual. How How you, how you, you're next out of L.A. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're next yeah. out of L.A. the next guys. Yeah, yeah we're going to run this shit up. Tell the people about yourself that may not know you. Uh, yeah, man, Los Angeles, you feel me, South Central, born and raised, you feel me, well, I was born in Sacramento, but, you know, raised in Los Angeles for the most of it, you feel me, just running through the streets, feeling this music shit like 2012, been running it up since then, you feel me, really like, uh, nigga hit the, end up hitting the road with Q in like 2016. By, and, school, by Q, you mean schoolboy Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, shout out my boy Q, uh, schoolboy Q. Hit the road with him 2016, uh, pushing that track Tukey Knows, and shit, I ain't looked back since. Yeah, nah, that's, that's fire. Like, and like, out here in Coney Island, I got a mural. And his, his hood, he got a, he got a mural. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's love. That's love when you get that type of, uh, recognition in the city while you still living, you feel me? Yeah, that's A lot of motherfuckers don't get to see that till, you know, till it's over with. Yeah, it's fine. You feel me? So how did you link with, with Q, with Schoolboy Q? Well he from the set. He from the land. We okay. both from yeah, we both from the fifties. You feel me? When I came home, he was running it up. He was already doing it up. So, you know, he just told me like just stay on it. And I was like probably like 2013, 14. You know, I came home 2012. Uh that's around the time he had the oxymoron shit going on. So he was like, Yeah, man, just stay on top of your shit, you know, keep going, keep grinding. That's what I did, and then he just hit me up, like, come to the house. Just, like, years later, though, a couple years later, 2015. And uh, that's when we laid down Tuki Nose. And now, what I like about you and, 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 and school, like, I could tell that y'all from the same area. Y'all sound similar, <laughs> but nothing alike. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which I think is super dope. Um, and congratulations, my boy just signed. Ooh. Equity, Rock Nation, make some noise. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. Right. So I need to let y'all know that Mugs is probably the inspiration for this whole podcast right here. Because probably last year, Mugs, Bobby, they came by the block. 
and they hung out for the whole day, right here, probably like a couple, like the next, in front of the, we didn't have the store yet, so we was in front of the barbershop, um, and it just was dope to have people that I grew up listening, like I grew up listening to Cypress, so I grew up listening to Soul Assassin, Mugs, all of that, to just be on the block and have that, and then I think, I don't know if it was before or after, Exhibit as well came to the block, and, yeah. but when Mugs stood here the whole day, and I'm asking him questions like, I always wondered about from listening to the music. I was like, yo, this shit would be a fire podcast. And uh, and that sparked the idea for the Outside with Gorilla Nems podcast. That's fire. And Muggs is probably the inspiration for this podcast. You know That's what I'm dope. saying? So I was, I was, um, I, I really didn't notice it until this morning, bro. I was going through the catalog, listening to shits. But I have, I've been, I think Cypress Hill might be one of the first groups that, I have been with, like, I started out, like, you guys came out right when I start, like, really was getting into hip-hop. I had the original Cypress Hill shit on cassette. Yeah. I had Black, Fr um, Black Sunday Black Sunday on CD. That was when CDs was first coming out. Yeah, yeah. Temples of Boom. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I, I've been through it through the whole shit, and I feel like, what's your favorite Cypress Hill album? The first one. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. That's my whole life leading up to that point. You know what I mean? It was everything we was going through. It was like through about four years to make it. Just all of our demos, man, and everything we was going through on the block. It's right there. Yeah, yeah. I seen today. On, I was watching the documentary too about real estate. Mm. I heard the old version and the new version. That real estate shit. Everybody thought y'all was from New York. I'm sure y'all said this a million times, so we're not gonna get into it. But everybody thought you y'all yeah, was originally from New York when Killer Man came out, and it was in Juice. We shot the video here too. I know. We had we had. And two, you had Ice Cube in it, right? And he was out here. He just happened to be here. We had two days off. We was on the Naughty by Nature tour, following him, following him around in a van. We had a van. They had a tour bus. It was like you know five of us in the van, and then we had two days off. We was doing BET. BET was in in um in Washington D.C. before. Yeah, yeah. He was here, so it was two days off. We shot to New York. We shot Hand on the Pump and Red Hook. Then we did Killer Man the next day, $10,000. We just jumped on a train, went to Washington Heights, shot back down to fucking Astro Place with the square. Yeah, yeah. And that's where Q popped up. Then Tim Dog popped up, too. Even yeah, when he yeah, had yeah. Fuck Compton out right Facts. now. Um, and then Q-Tip was there, and then from what I hear, Prodigy and, and Havoc was there. They just got out of school. They was little kids just in the background. <laughs> that's crazy. That's fire. Did... Did Jews catch flack on the West Coast for that? No, not at all. Cause that wasn't the beef wasn't back then. No, the beef was later. That was yeah. like ninety. But Tim Dog still had fuck Compton out. Yeah, Tim Dog was just trying to fucking catch Get his a wave. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? facts. That's all he was doing. Now, I was Wait, listening. Was, I think what? he dropped a record called Fuck Compton. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough. It's a rapper from the Bronx. Yeah, I just recently heard it, bro. That was before my time, really. But I I went back and listened to it like a couple years ago and I was like, damn. Yeah, what he was on? What kind of city he was on? He was it just, was just like, yo, fuck, like New York's, you know, started rap, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, fuck West Coast rap type <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Just an angry motherfucker trying to get his name up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck your life. And I guess it didn't work because that's the only thing he's ever it been known work. for. <laughs> damn, it didn't work at all. But I think on Black Sunday, the, the, that's probably the illest intro just to set off a whole album, I Wanna Get High. Oh, that's right. But that shit just, that's so on brand with you guys, but it just, on all the albums, bro, I was, it's like the, the album just starts off banger, 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 banger. Even on the Cypress Hill, you got Hand on the Pump, you know, fuck it. Oh, you gotta come with bangers. 
It's like your lineup, the Yankees lineup. You got to put the facts. Boom, 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 boom. You know, you don't put no weak shit because after three songs, if shit ain't banging, I'm not going to listen to the facts. Rest. But if you got three or four bangers and the next one ain't so good, you can be like, all right, that's not bad. <laughs> it's all psychological. That's, 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 so kind of what thought, taught me about how to put my There's an art to push it together. Absolutely. You know? And just keep the interest of motherfuckers. And then keep that energy, whatever you're trying to do. Sometimes you got to bring them up, then you bring them down. And you bring them back up. Exactly. Exactly. You've been rich since 91? I've been rich since 91. Ain't look, ain't look back, motherfucker. So you've been rich longer than you've been broke? You know, I, yeah, I was thinking of that the other day, too. <laughs> we was broke. Food stamps, all that shit, but... That's legendary. That's fire. Facts. We hold some. So now, <laughs> now we're just doing this because we want to do this. You know what I mean? The motivation ain't the bread. The motivation ain't the fame. Yeah. We just doing what the fuck we want to do. I like fucking doing cool shit with cool people. <laughs> that's what we do. I do dope shit. I hear you. That's the that's the the, dope shit. That's the purest form of hip hop. Like that. When you don't do it for fame. When you I heard you say something. I say it a, a, a lot too. I put out music for myself. That's it. If, when some, I'm, if other people like it, so be it. Yo, man, I do everything I do is for me. You know what I mean? It just so happened like 40 million motherfuckers liked it too. So yeah. I, I'm going to just keep doing it for me. That's selfish and dope at the same time. Yeah. Yo, I, was, <laughs> I was watching the documentary, which be. was incredible, by the way. That, like, I feel like uh, they really killed that because sometimes they miss with documentaries. But I feel like it was so important that you guys had everything. I, like I was watching them pull out folders or pictures with dates and everything like that. At that time, that wasn't really like the culture back then. There wasn't nothing to put those videos or pictures or no social way. media, nothing. So the fact that he was archiving all of that Absolutely. was incredible. But um, like he was saying, like how you make music for yourself and having that like uh, that rebellious spirit, right? So Nems has like, fuck your life. He does music. It, that That's his brand. It's on his clothes, everything like that. I was watching a documentary where you guys were talking about like, these are the pioneers of, of, of weed, really, in yeah. that era. Yeah, motherfuckers. Nobody was, was talking like was that. smoking weed, but they wasn't talking about it on yeah, record. Nobody you know, wanted to yeah, do they that. They were saying, I don't smoke weed because it gives a brother brain damage. You know what I mean? We came out just doing what we did on the block. We smoked. We was advocates yeah. for it. You know what Shows, I mean? everything. We came out raising money for, for normal, the National Organization Reform of Marijuana Laws, to go and get money to go to Congress to lobby for this shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. we was putting in the work early. We were just, we got past the torch from Bob Marley and shit, so it's just, you know, we like, so we was just like, this is we like, we should, we should legalize this motherfucker, you know what I mean? Yeah. Documentary we put too, the work man. in. I went on Saturday Night Live and smoked live yeah. on the air. You banned yeah. forever? Banned forever. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck fuck y'all. Yeah. Some legendary shit is worth it. Lighting up, get, cops sitting on the side of the stage, like, you light up, you're going to jail, you know, Arizona and shit. And they used to have, when you go to Arizona and Texas, they would have the checkpoints. You all and go through all your shit back. Nice. So, you know, so if you would have smoked, they was gonna lock you up lock right you there, up. off the stage. You know, shit was dangerous back then. Now it's boring. Weed's everywhere now. The yeah. Shit ain't even. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to get locked up uh, for a nickel. Cigarettes back. more edgy now than some weed. You know what yeah, I mean? facts. So, how y'all linked up? Uh, shit. Uh, first time I met him was a Rock Marcy um listening party. Art, art that kills. He came through, yeah. kicked it. Then I think Worthy might have brought him through the studio the first time. Worthy, Worthy brought me to the lab, but I, initially I met him with Rock at a, uh, Rock's listening party for the Mount Marcy album. Nah, because uh, when you read Muggs, Muggs is very militant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
just like he looks now. Why? Yeah. He might be happy to see you. He looks like that. You know what I'm saying? The happiest day of his life. Oh, I'm or happy. you might be recording with him. You might think you laying down a killer verse, and he'll just be like, Yeah, he got the same face. You don't know face. if he likes it or not. You know what I'm saying? But that's the same thing like 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 with Static, Static Selector. Everybody that meets him, all the artists think he don't like them at first. But that's just his face. Yeah, yeah, Static is like that. I thought that's part of his right? genius. Nah, Static just genius. got like a miserable looking face. Yeah, Static. Shout out to Static. Shout out to Static. You know what I'm saying? I in the club. I'm like, yo, he, he was like, I'm like, damn, this dude's mad or something. But that's just how he is. He saw us yesterday. He was telling me. That was a vibe. Thanks for inviting us, too. Oh, hell yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, yeah man. That shit was yeah. dope. That shit was dope. I've never been. That was, that was a bougie and hip hop dope ass party. At yeah, a that classic was, car club. That was fire. Pier 76. That shit was. Super fire. Now, being from Queens, when you moved to Cali? I moved when I was 12, you know, like 83. So you was? 82, 83. So your formative years was in Cali, though? Yeah. I would come back to all the time. I used to jump. I hated Cali at first, so I'd take the fucking Greyhound back. For the, the summer. Greyhound from, from Cali to Greyhound was $99, yo. Three days to get here. How long? Three How many days? days it took? Three days. Yeah. Christopher yeah. Columbus. Yeah, man. Back, back and forth. I used to do it like that because I come out here for the summer. I come out for Christmas vacation every time. As soon as the day school was over, I was out. Really? Yeah. That's how it was when I went to school in the Poconos. That's where I started writing raps because every weekend, though, as soon as school was over, I would hop right on the bus and come back to New York. Yeah, yeah. Then I kept the place here in the Lower East Side for like 15 years. And then um, then I had my, my kids and I was like, man, I got a single apartment over here for $2,300 and I got a three bedroom house for $2,400 in LA. Let, yeah, me, that's let, me, crazy. let me just lock this down. Yeah, and, facts. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, everybody, everybody always thinks you're Mexican? I was just about to ask. Yeah, yeah right? Out there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are like a Latin group. That, that's what you guys are. Yeah. In, in hip hop, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? The highest selling Latin group. That's fire, anyway. No matter yeah, what. Send dogs from Cuba, originally from Cuba. Yeah, that's all Latin. Beatles, Cuban, and Mexican. My mom's from Italy. My mom's from Naples. Yeah, facts. That's and your dad, too? Yeah. You full Italian? <laughs> everybody, everybody, I, I mean, I thought TF was like uh, I, I, Puerto Rican or Mexican <laughs> or something. Yeah, I get, I get that all day. <laughs> Especially sitting here. Yeah, 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 yeah fast, fast, fast. Nah, but once they hear you talk, it's over. Nah, for real. <laughs> for real. I get that wherever I'm at, though. In the city, out here, especially out here, though, for sure, 100%. What, they think you speak Spanish? Yeah. Yeah. I went to Miami <laughs> one time, and they was, hey, papi, papi. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What was his name? He laughed like a Cali nigga. Nah, nah, we had TF out here last Sunday. We was giving yeah. everybody pounds. Poor. I was like, yo, they probably don't got shit like this in, in Cali. I mean, you don't even got blocks where people walk by like this in Cali. Nah, nah, he, yo, he, can't do this he was just nah. he was just explaining if you walk ten blocks in Cali, you're not walking ten blocks in Cali without getting checked. You can't do that out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you can just, sure. you know, you can walk and shit. You can look, you can look down the street and see, see the other side. That's crazy. You feel me? Like, on the other side of the light, that's, that's the other side. That's sure. a whole different, whole different game. Yeah, fast. So what made your parents or your mom or whoever go to Cali from New York, Muggs? Oh, my mom moved out there first, and I didn't want to leave, so I stayed with my aunt. And after a couple of years, she's like, you got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I moved to East L.A. to a place called Bell Gardens. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Slow. Yeah. No buses. No, there was nothing there but bars and fucking hamburger stands and fucking 
I was like, man, I got to get the fuck out of here. Mexicans, <laughs> wild Mexicans. So where I moved, it was like 99% Mexican. You know, I didn't know what a Mexican was. Shout out to Mexicans we didn't have too. Mexicans in New York. Yeah, 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 they different Mexicans out here. There wasn't there. There wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, the early eighties. You know, they facts. came a little bit later. They started coming out here, but the motherfuckers like, "What's a Mexican when I would come back?" <laughs> and I'd wear I'd, I'd wear khaki suits on the way back, and they'd be like, "Why are you dressed like a fucking sanitation worker?" <laughs> I have a dress over there. And then they was clowning. The motherfuckers was clowning gangbanging back in the days. It was like over some colors for money, because all the homies out here was hustling. Yeah, facts. Get money, you know. Everybody. I had the homies that was 17, 18, just wearing suits, trying to be John Gotti out here. L.A. was on some whole other shit. Mm. It's a trip now, though, seeing how New York just flipped. Yo, crazy. You know, I, I noticed that, you know, it was around death row and when, when, when Tookie wrote, wrote that book. Yeah. And you know, all the youngsters started reading it, and it's kind of... Yeah, in the early 90s. Yeah. In the early, especially with Rikers yeah. Island, with the Bloods. You had crews out here. Everybody had crews. Yeah. Remember there was fucking, um, I remember the Decepticons out here. Yep. Fucking Ballbusters. Absolutely. The like the Warriors. Yeah, it was Like the Warriors shit. movie, yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? It was, it was different crews all over. Crews. But they had crews. Yeah. Now, motherfuckers really had them vests on. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah 70s, that was before yeah, I was born. I had the good. 70s in like my time, but yeah. motherfuckers just had crews out here. Yeah. There was crews, though. Always. Mm. <laughs> He's like he nah, he he ran out the chair. I wanted to laugh, but we was talking. <laughs> he ran and went like that. <laughs> Yo, what's the difference between making a Cypress Hill album and a Soul Assassin's album to you? Uh, shit. I think um, Cypress has a certain energy and a certain a certain kind of music. I know how B Real's voice just bounces off of it. And just yeah, pops, yeah, you facts. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think I could stretch it a little more with Soul Assassins. I could experiment and go in different directions where some things might not work for B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I've experimented with B Real so much, I know what he sounds best on. That's fire. You guys never, through all the years, I mean, I know Sin went off and did his own thing, but you guys never always stood together, never broke up or nothing like that? Nah, we had we had, you know, brotherly beef. Of like course, that, that always happens. But besides that, nah, we've always been tight, man. Through through thick and thin. That's fire. You know that's a real brotherhood, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Facts. That's that's And I got the Hollywood Walk of Fame, that's fire. Oh, we got crazy. that shit. That's crazy. You can't even really nice. like two thousand people. Yeah, not, I mean you walk on that Hollywood Walk of Fame, I there's some that, people. Matter of yeah, fact. That's what we doing, man. Going out here. Cause that shit is timeless. Cause you, I walk on that and I'm, and I be like, bro, who the fuck is this? They might have been popping probably in like the 30s, 40s, or yeah. something, but you don't give, know them now. They give you a little but one. But that's forever. You? They give you like a little one for yeah, you. Yeah, we, we, we got, we got, we got one, a dope one. But then they gave us a big ass fucking like official piece of concrete type piece of shit. shit. And then um, I got a bunch for the for the homies and the family. We got to buy some. You know, it's like gold oh, records. Oh, that's fire. That's fire. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Nah, that's super. Yeah, that shit was unexpected. Shit. That's dope. How did they they come to you? Yeah, they hit us up. You gotta pay for that shit though. You gotta pay for you it. Gotta pay for it. You gotta pay to get the thing done. Anybody who got one, pay for it. How much is it? Pay to get it made, you About mean? Thirty five thousand. Get the Y'all thirty five. Y'all got y'all got forty thousand for you. Yeah. I throw an extra five in there, and, put numbers on it. Ain't one of them motherfuckers that got it didn't pay. Cause they, you gotta pay for the they block the streets, they got permits, security, permits, shit. they gotta build it, they gotta do it. Got chipped in. That's the whole thing. I mean we Yeah, they probably that's that's some some Cali shit like they But you think nah, about it, you get like <laughs> they bitching about it. Yeah, you gotta pay yourself. A free promo, you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Nice. No, nah, that's 30, lifetime of 35 bands is nothing. I should be there forever. It's a tax write-off. It's promo. That's a yeah, fact. 100%. Yeah. That's a promo. fact. So you, you well, mentioned um, as like experimenting with, uh, with B-Real's voice and shit like that. To me, if you listen to the songs 
Here is something you can't understand. How well, I could well, just here can't. was Brazil. Bira has a natural nasal voice, right? Yeah. He, he, back in the days, he was trying. Rakim was the shit. So it was a deep voice, like deep voice. Yeah, yeah. To rap more like that. But when he decided to go in the direction of his natural nasal, I heard that shit and was like, I got that shit. Like, woo, that's Bro, that shit. You know what I mean? You, you know what I thought when I seen that? Because in the documentary, they show like there was that moment that you were like, yo, that's it right there. You know what I'm saying? And to me, that's like, this might sound crazy, but to me, like the Dr. Dre of Cypress Hill. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because that was the signature of the crew. Like that, it, all of the hooks, yeah, all of those places. came out, we all was like, we was listening to like, yo, this yeah. shit. It was crazy. so different. I was inspired was so by different. Public Enemy. So it's almost the reverse of Chuck and Flav where Chuck had the deep voice, but Beaver had the high voice. Yeah. And then right, right. Sendog had the deep voice, and he was more like a flavor Flav, you know what I mean? Yep. That's fire. I, didn't even I mean, it was EPMD for us, Ultra Magnetic, um, and, and Public Enemy. Like, that's the shit we was bumping yeah. right there. Yeah, you know, EPMD was like the first mob deep from out here, you know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. Two man crew. Every one of their shits was banging. And, and in the West Coast, EPMD was banging in the West Coast. Yeah. Like, they had them fucking yep. more bounce to the ounce samples. Yep. Yo, they blew the fuck up out there. Hell yeah. yeah. The fuck out there. How do you think your style would have been if you would have stayed in Queens? Well, the thing is, is that I was here. I would make most of those beats I made here. Really? So the shit about Cypress was that I kind of had a cheat code that I was going back and forth back then. Bringing, I remember bringing Rock Kim's record out there when he was on Zankia. I bought it at the Wiz on, on Main Street. Yeah, yeah. And just being able to bring shit back before you couldn't hear shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. We had a New York style of music with fucking L.A. lyrics and slang. You know what I mean? Yeah, and flair, facts. You mix that shit up and the sound was unusual and, and new. Nobody was fucking around like that. It was like futuristic, bro, when that shit came out. We was like, that shit was what the nuts. fuck is this? Shit was fire, though. It when still you, is. When you first... Yeah, that shit is timeless. I, I would love, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall, cause that was Vince. That's when Rizzo, like, when y'all met the first Soul Assassins album or before that? I met him before. I met him. He in, was on um, Temples of Boom. No, too. I met him in like '93. I went down to a spot in, in Staten Island to the basement. I was kicking. Cause y'all was already popping. Yeah, we was popping. Yeah. And um, you know, like '94, we was kicking it, and then um, I got him on Temple of Boom. Yeah. Got him on Temple of Boom. With you God. Yep. And then we just went. Raekwon was supposed to be on that originally. He's like, y'all gonna put Raekwon on there. And you know, when I first heard the Woo. I think Jizza, Rizza, Method Man stuck out the most in it. Yeah. I mean, I, I was absolutely really checking for Ray and Ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. And after, I was like, God damn, these motherfuckers is it. Oh, so you you turned down Ray? No, Rizza, Rizza ended up, I guess he probably didn't show yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got him. And then we just kicked it back and forth all the time, always talking, you know, linking up and shit. And then we did the Soul Assassin record. Yeah, nah, that's Jizza, you know what I mean? That's a legendary joint right there. Yeah, they murdered that motherfucker right there. But you always had your ear to the street, because even on the first Soul Assassin shit, you got Infamous Mob. Yep. Besides Mob Deep. That's the first record they ever made. Yeah, facts. So first I'm saying, like, people would see, like, the Infamous Mob Deep stickers or the Infamous Mob shit, but never really heard them. They was just the little homies. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. My boy Bigger B, who worked it loud, and he was the first Wu-Tang tour manager. And he, yeah. he, had, he had some shit called Unity in L.A., and he'd bring everybody out to L.A., so... First time you've seen Biggie, first time you've seen Wu, first time you've seen Mob Deep in L.A., Bigger brought him. So really? he came out here with me, and he was like, he knew um, He's like, he, he hooked me up with Mob Deep. And then he's like, yo, they got some little homies, infamous mob, you should fuck with them. So what I try to do is bring the legends, and then the, the, the future legends, and then some new motherfuckers you ain't heard. Yeah, them Call of the Wild dudes. Them too. They from Harlem. What? They, they was on, um, they from Polo Grounds. That's, this joint is the only sh shit I ever heard from them. We did a whole album. Really? We did an album. I had them came sign. out? 
Nah, they 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 started wilding out, so I had to just clip them. <laughs> they started, they, they, started thinking they was Biggie Smalls before the fucking record came out. And I was like, bro, all I know is I can give the record away to the DJs for free, and if they don't play it, what you want me to do? Uh -huh. So we'll figure it out. Good luck. How many albums have you had with artists that you had to clip? That was the only one? A couple singers and some experimental shit before rap, yeah. That was yeah. the only one. I still got it there. They, they, some motherfuckers asked me to put it out. I'm like, nah. It's all nah, this is the, the time of the really a couple passed. of singers. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of singers. A couple of singers man. working at Kifu right now. <laughs> What's your favorite versus album? Or just your favorite collab album? Shit. Um, man, I like a lot of them. One of my favorite verses, though, from Soul Assassins is um, CeeLo on Decisions, Decisions. That's one of the hardest, the hardest verses, verses yeah. ever. And it's, it's funny that CeeLo, um, he's used to rapping on musical shit, so that was a stripped down beat. He was like, man, Muggs, I don't know about this shit, man. He kicked it, and uh, he got rhyming a month in the source. Yeah. Oh, it's a legendary, <clears throat> legendary fucking verse right there. And then he came back with the Joker's Wild joint. Yeah. That I, joint is fire, too. I ran into him in um, Cabo in, in Mexico, and he was like, yo, when you doing another solo assassin record? I'm going, I'm going to get into it in a minute, and then... um. I digitized a bunch of cassettes. I had like 200 cassettes. And I got them all digitized. And I have a gang of beats on there from the 90s. So I put one on Instagram one night. And CeeLo hit me five minutes later. Yo, I need that. So I shot it to him. And that's Joker's Wild. But he's like, I'm going to come from the, from the POV, from the perspective of a cholo. And yeah, I'm, nah, that shit is amazing. Fucking interesting, you know what I mean? Like, he loves West Coast shit. He loves gangster shit. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel I'm, he's like, I feel I'm, I'm from L.A. Like, I relate more to that shit than anything. That's his whole shit. So... We got a new project. We got about seven recorded right now. We really? Did. Yeah. He's Just heard, you and Cino? He's heard a few. Yeah. Big yeah. nuts. This is crazy. I man. can imagine. Rapping. Because anytime, yeah, nah, anytime you've linked with him, has been amazing. Because he's, he, he don't, he don't just, it ain't just one or two cadences. He's melodic. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He's doing different shit and throw some little melodies in there. And he shit. might be the, one of the most slept on just that he don't get his due because he goes in other genres. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I've always thought, I mean, he was the, the foundation of, you know, the, the group, damn, why can't I remember that name? Goody Mob. Goody Mob. Yeah, Goody he was Mob. the foundation of Goody Mob. You know what I'm saying? He was right. the, uh, the standout star and just other shit. Yo, what the yo, fuck yo, is he doing, bro? Oh, oh, my Pay attention, pay attention. Security! Yo, security! security. <laughs> yo, good shit, E, good shit, E. Almost got sacked. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good stiff on. That's a good stiff yeah. on. That's a good stiff on. That's a good offensive line. Come on. Killed that shit. My boy came with the leg. Killed that, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you can let Grandmaster Castle. <laughs> Come on, Grandmaster. Oh, yo, 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 yo. Fucking life. Yo, that's what we do out here, man. We have fun with the fucking people, bro. You know what I'm saying? We have old ladies with baby carriages walking in the street, about to get hit by a car, just so we can do this podcast for y'all. You heard? Yeah, man, it's important that we bring that. We don't let the little kids play in the on the on the sidewalk. They gotta play in the street because we're doing a podcast. You heard? Fuck your life. Yo, 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 yo! Shut them fucking kids up. <laughs> So tell the people, like, yo, nah, not tell the people, tell us, bro. The, the best part about having a podcast is also I could interview people I fuck with and people I know, 
that I don't really ask them questions like that, you know what I'm saying? And find out shit that, you know, you you end up, you hang out with people, but you don't really ask them shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And some shit you find out you can't even say. Just saying. That's good one. Yeah. Hot slice men. Come on, son. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yo, not you. Yo, shut up. up. <laughs> Who you grew up listening to? Because I heard some... In your oh, in the uh, one of the albums you talking about the big timers, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Who 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 you fuck with? Shit, growing I, up on the West Coast, South Central, like who you fuck with coming up? Uh, I used to listen to everything. My uncle, my uncle really had me on. He used to have me listen to Cypress Hill, Guru, uh, Mob Deep. I listened to a whole lot of East Coast music growing up. You feel me? But I was in the streets. Yeah, yeah. So I was relating to the West Coast shit too. You feel me? So then Cash Money hit. Well, before Cash Money, I was listening to No Limit, Scarface. I listened to everything. Facts. You feel me? But when I was really doing what I was doing out here, running around, that's when, like, Cash Money hit. And, you know, they had, like, a cold, cold, like, they influenced the streets. You feel me? I was, like, you know, on top of the what was going on musically, like, they really had the streets looking just yeah, like yeah, how they yeah. was looking, you Absolutely. feel me? So, you know, just doing all that shit, but, like, I was always intrigued with the rap shit, the storytelling, you feel me? Slick Rick, Nas, Biggie, all that type of shit, so. It's crazy, because I was listening to the Scandalous 4 shit that you dropped. Yeah. And, um, like he was saying, like, we linked a few times, but I, I was going to ask you, like, if you lived out here, yeah. Because you can hear the influence, the New York influence nah, in the bars. Nah, that's one of the bars. first things I asked him, too. Yeah, that's like, a fact. Because one time we was hanging out, he was calling me son. Yeah, son. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo. <laughs> I asked them. like that? I asked them. I said, Why yo. Why talking like that? I said, he's from out here? Like, he's barn, he's barn shit down on these, on, yeah. these, on these songs. You know what I'm saying? Nah, a lot of But then you listen to a record like Connected. Yeah. And that shit's straight West Coast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can hear the, the duality, like. A West Coast nigga with Rock Marcy yeah. on pill form, barring shit down. Yeah. Then you got that connected. That shit jumping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, I always been uh, like I said, I grew up like list, like I like storytelling. I really fuck with movies heavy, so like I be trying to paint a picture. If I could paint a picture, you know, if I could get you to hear what I see or see what I hear, and like through an audio, like that's the dopest shit to me. So, but if you fuck with movies, you in L.A. Yeah. You ever fuck with acting? Uh, here and there. Here and there on some, you know, just, just fucking around. You yeah. feel me? I like to, uh, you know, I like to really try to depict shit like that in my, like with my visuals here and there, but. Yeah, I seen I ain't really, I ain't really. sliding with the ski mask. Yeah, I ain't Very really cinematic. did nothing like no, no short films Yo, or nothing like that. You can tell somebody one album to start from you. If they listening to you, what's the album to start from? No Hooks. That's the name of the album? No Hooks, yeah. That was my first, that's my first, uh, that was the first shit I dropped. Yeah, because I got first shit I dropped, but I wouldn't tell somebody to start from there. Nah, nah, that's nah. Fire. I only say that because, like, I was rapping before that whole introduction with Tukey Nose. Mm -hmm. You know, so a lot of motherfuckers thought I was just finna come in straight full throttle gangbanging. Facts. But I dropped No Hooks, and it's all rap. Feel me? So especially no hooks on the whole shit. No hooks at all. It's straight rap. You feel me? Go look at uh, go check out September seventh. You feel me? Like that was the first shit. Like following up Tukey Nose, and I don't think nobody was really expecting that shit, especially on the West Coast, because at the time motherfuckers wasn't doing that. Now it's kind of like 
You feel me? The rap shit is like all the way circled back around, but like, especially like with with me and Two Eleven doing, you feel me? Uh, with the scandalous with the scandalous levels, like I was on that shit in 2017. 2017, I just like like fucking, I'm a rap, and I had a bunch of motherfuckers like my peers was like, yeah, nah. You gotta stick to the stick to the gangbang shit. Stick stick to the you know the the up tempo beats and all that type of shit. And I'm like, yeah, nah, I ain't nah, feeling that. that. That's scandalous for shit. Nah, one I of my favorite joints from you is Betty Crocker. Yeah. Also, cause I'm on it at the end. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But nah, that just the <laughs> way it starts. You yeah. don't you don't let the beat start. You just start when the beat starts. That's my that's my that's the, my introduction album to you, the Blame Kansas album. Yeah. That's how I first started fucking listening to you, and uh, but that album is fire. Yeah, for sure. And you can uh, tell that you do music. It's more than just rapping. Like, you you make actual songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I feel like Blame Kansas is a dope album to go check out from them, too. I heard yeah. you say you co-produced um, one of the joints. Nah, on that was 211 said that shit. 211, oh, he, he co-produced uh, one of them records on Scandalous Level 4. Right. But, uh, yeah, outside of fucking... Uh, no hooks, it'll be it'll, it'll be Blame Kansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be Blame Kansas, because it'll give you the... Uh, you know, it'll give you the, the, the whole everything scandalous, like the reasoning behind, like where that came from. Facts. You feel me? Absolutely. What album would you tell people to start listening to for your shit? For me? Yeah. Will Lamar's song. Yeah, that's a classic. Because it's like, I felt like that was my re-debut album. Like, I put out mixtapes and shit before that, but I wasn't really like, you know. Gorilla Monsoon is when I, I kind of told my whole, I, I treated it like a debut album, but I just retold my whole story. And from from start to end. Outside of your albums, if you had to let somebody listen to a hip hop album, one hip hop album, what would it be? Someone who's never heard hip hop, like yo, you need to listen to this one as like the starting point. I Elmatic. Elmatic. I was yeah, thinking that's a good that. One. That's crazy. Elmatic. That's what I was thinking. Oh y'all really? Life yeah. after that's, death. That's the first. That's the first tape I ever. I tell them to listen to Rise of the Motherfucking Silverback out now. Outside of your shit. Yo, Muggs, who's the um, weirdest person you got high with that you was like, wow, they. They smoke bud. It was like no shocking person. Um, what's his, what's her name? Um, who's that bitch from Kill Bill? Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Word. Oh, right. <laughs> I, 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 I like she fired too. I like her. Back in the days, man. That's I think right. she's only fired because the movies. Like you watch a two hour of a bitch and you're like, excuse me, I don't mean to say bitch, but that's right. how <laughs> no no disrespect intended. About two hours of a bitch you want to fuck. You know what I'm saying? The needle in the heart and all that. I yeah, cause shit like that. But then you meet them in real life and they nothing like that. They're like, yeah, whatever. You know? Or maybe they are. Fucking. I know Quentin Tarantino's a widow. He always got bitches' feet in the picture, in the in every yeah, movie. Yeah, he do. Though, he got Hayek. He put himself Yo, in the Salma movie. Yo, Salma Hayek is fire though. And Dusty Dawn, Dusty Dawn's my shit. Facts. <laughs> you got good pussy, wet pussy, apple pie pussy, old pussy, no pussy. I think it was daydreaming. She said, "You want to pie?" <laughs> Yo, how did Soul Assassin start? Oh, we, that's Hold a good on, segue. Before you answer that, did you, did you purposely I I make an essay? Because, like, essays? Nah, it just worked out like that. <laughs> but, um, you know, we had a gang of homies that wasn't rappers. That was creative and just, you know, just just down. So it was like, we, um, I put some photographers on early and then um, started their careers. Motherfuckers never came back and looked out. You know really? I, mean? I put some directors on and motherfuckers got busy. And I was like, man, man, fuck everybody. I'm only hiring the homies. We're gonna build our, have our own team, build our own fucking ecosystem, and have our own economy. 
And then we're oh, just going to yeah. help each other. You got dreams and goals and aspirations. We're going to help each other get there and just use all of our resources to help each other. You know what that's I'm fire. That's, that's how it's supposed to be. That's the blueprint. Yeah, make sure right. That's how it's supposed that. to be. That's the blueprint. Yeah. You the ain't make no noise, bro. Is that like, where we be recording that? Is that like a, you don't live, you live there or is that like a, just a compound? Oh, that's a compound. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A compound. It's for, we all just, just, you know, just some place to kick it. Everybody nah, come kick it and be creative. Bring your vibe, you know what I mean? And come. Remember, it's since 91, son. They yeah. just got compounds, man. Yeah, you got to. But yeah. headquarters. So, something about Bitcoin. You fuck with Bitcoin? Yep, all that shit. Really? All Web3, you know what I mean? That's the future. It's like when you first heard of the internet, you was like, man, fuck the internet. What am I going to do that? Then I pull the plug and where's my store going to go? Right? Yeah, yeah, fact. That's how I looked at it. You know, you had Web1 which was when you could just read articles on the internet. Then you had Web 2, which changes music shit, because now you could upload pictures and upload videos. Yeah. You know, and then now you got Web 3, where pretty soon, instead of looking at two-dimensional things, you're going to have holograms when, when motherfuckers you're doing FaceTime. Facts. Like it's I going into that, you know? Facts. And it's going to the, you know, all kinds of different kind of shit like that. So that's the future, man, whether you, want, you like it or not. Now, is Web 3 So I'm always like... Or is it Just learn technology, you know what I mean? Stay on technology. You could use it for what we're doing here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So but Web three, is that private or is that government? It's it's is it's it? just there. It's like the next internet. Shit. You know? It's the next it's the next wow. wave of the government trying to take it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if it's decentralized, they're trying, you know what trying I'm to saying? take they're trying to take the, the money part, but there's so many other things in there. Like pretty soon you're gonna be able to have music. Like like music where the music you're not gonna have to go through fucking Spotify. You're gonna have a coin where your music's gonna go out, and you're gonna get directly paid from your music, from yeah. your people. Like blockchain. Yeah. Like when I was looking at, at Bitcoin and and all of those like cryptocurrencies when it first came out, I was like really studying the shit. And to me, the most impressive thing about it was blockchain technology. Technology. Because nobody could shut the block it down anyway. The blockchain is really the genius behind the whole tech. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. It's the genius. Yeah, that was dope. You gotta stay on that shit, man. You you one of the first that I saw doing the merch heavy, Soul Assassins, the yeah. merch. Cause I remember I came to your spot, had to be like, 08, I came with Necro. That was the first time I was there. I was high as fuck. I think I was nodding out through the whole shit. But uh, I do remember <laughs> you seeing Mad merch, there was Soul Assassins merch, everything. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, uh, we've been on merch like a motherfucker, like Cypress. I mean, I think we our first merch deal was like a million dollars, like in '93. Damn, you know I mean? million dollars in '93. Million dollars in '93. When I'm making everybody bark, like I started merch and I started vinyl. I'm like, y'all didn't start shit, man. We've been doing all this shit all day. <laughs> Might have started it in your neighborhood, but you ain't started none of this shit. What y'all started on Columbia? Yeah, we, my, my first group was 783. I know, I seen that me, in the documentary. Me, me, me and two homies from East New York, from Linden Projects, we were signed to. Um, Geffen Records around the, same, around the same time as um, Guns N' Roses. They just like, living, working. <laughs> First gold record was Colors, 1988. You produced that? With the song for, no, not the whole, not the song Colors. We had a song called Mad Mad World on the Okay, soundtrack. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We was managed by Rush, torn with Salt and Pepper, Kid and Play, MC Hammer, Tony, Tony, Tony. We Tony, Tony, that Tony. Shit. That shit taught me, we was, doing, we was doing stadiums. And that shit taught me like, what to do? Because I don't know move, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I went into a meeting with Mr. Bill at, at Rush, and he was he told seventy three. He's like, so what's your concept? What the fuck is a concept? Yeah. And he broke with Public Enemy, Run DMC's the Gangsters, LL Cool J's Get for the Girls, Slick Rick's the Storyteller. I was like, okay. Then he said, um, you got a logo? I was like, what the fuck's a logo? I never even heard a word. <laughs> he showed me, and I was like, okay. So then I went back to Cyprus. I was like, yo, we need a logo. 
the concept. Yeah. Start, you know, putting these pieces together. Because there was no fucking Google. Yeah, What was the... I learned the, the DJ. Concept? I learned the DJ by going to the clubs and just watching the DJs and be like, okay, and then go home and try to remember what the fuck he just did. Facts. The concept was we smoked weed like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Facts. You know, we was in all that shit, so I was like, y'all motherfuckers gonna be like Cheech and Chong. We some weed motherfuckers. That's gonna be our thing. That's the blueprint. You know what I mean? That's why the weed's on our first logo, on the skull. Fire. And you know, I was always in the rock and roll, Led Zeppelin, all Pink that Floyd. shit. What I like about Led Zeppelin is they was never on their covers. You know what I mean? And then you, you would hear all these folklores. What it does, man, if you're not really, it leaves things up to your imagination. So your imagination's a motherfucker, you know what I mean? Um, I would read articles about certain rappers. Once I read about the third article, I was bored. I was like, I know everything about you. Yeah. You know, so I always wanted to leave some mystery in there. They almost yeah, they, dates they, it, too. There's, there's no mystery you. now. There's no more nah, that, no yo, you know, but, yo, Twitter, when Twitter first came out, it made me dislike a lot of artists I came up oh, yeah. liking. Cause then they started talking and you started seeing their personality. I'm like, yo, this guy's a fucking bozo. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That happens a so lot. So it's always good to leave a little bit, you know. Mystique. Yeah, but yeah. especially back then. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, like if it was up to Busy. me, Cypress was, we was never gonna be seen in any picture ever. Yo, that's fine. That's how I started it, but then the label was like, nah, that ain't gonna happen. That was, well, like, that was selling too many records. They had to be seen. Yeah, you had to. They said they gotta be able to they make They gotta a put a face behind a brand. It's like when I first heard the Beastie Boys, I didn't know they was white. Huh. When I first heard them. I was like, and you seen him, he was like, what the fuck is this? But that's also back then, there wasn't, it was either magazines or you seen them on like MTV. There wasn't was no it. internet. There was yeah. nothing. You, 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 you did a magazine, but that shit wasn't coming out for three months. Facts. Yeah, facts. You, you know forgot I mean? about that shit. Yeah. I see like, since we're like in the 50th year of hip hop, I see things are like coming around full circle. A lot of the shit that you guys really started, which to be honest, if you see that documentary, like I was talking to Paz, before we started filming, he was like, yo, I lived through that shit. But there's a lot of information there, like the Woodstock moves, all of those things that we, you know, we were younger, we didn't really see that. But that culture is is cycling again where like a rap, these these young rappers, they get, they're making money off touring, merch, all of that. That's that's like the blueprint from you rock and roll. You want to be an artist, you got to have an ecosystem within, yep. some motherfuckers just think yeah, like, I'm facts. working, and they just, doing Instagram. But that got it's lost for work. a second. It's not, yeah, it got lost. Like in the 90s, that got lost. Well, I knew this, like I knew punk rock motherfuckers wasn't, they was making no money, they'd go on tour, they'd sell their merch, that's how they made money. Right. And you did college radio tours. College was like where it was, you do college radio tours and all them college kids like you. And then you know? they talk about you the rest of their life. Yeah, and, and that's, that, that's how you would start. That was like the internet back then, just doing these college tours, and doing college radio, because radio wasn't playing you. College radio would play, you know, yeah. they would be playing. Yeah, the streets. yeah, that was like the beginning when I first rebellious. started rapping. Like, yeah, it was all like when I first started yeah. dropping projects, it was you sent it out to all the college radios. That's it. That was that because you wasn't getting on, like for independent artists, you wasn't getting on Hot 97, 105, Kiss FM, BLS. You still was hard yeah. still. Back then, maybe you, you know, had a mix show on Friday night for an hour. Yeah. Saturday for and that was it. If you didn't get played on that, you had to go to college radio. There was no other way to be heard back then, man. But you guys started that that blueprint, like of hip hop, really. Like I don't know any other crew that was doing that. Who? What other crew was selling merch like that? Woodstock. Woodstock was gonna be legendary like that when you did it. Yeah, I didn't know it was gonna be like that though. There was five hundred fifty thousand motherfuckers there. Yeah, you know I mean? that's, that's crazy. So when I see motherfuckers playing in front of like a hundred people at the club and go, it was a movie. I go, 
What's the main parts of the, you say you need an ecosystem. What's like the main part? Well, I'm saying, you know, like, I'm gonna, for an example, my reference is like, I'll see some younger artists right now and all they do is Instagram and they think they're working. Or they might be lit in New York and they'll they maybe get five grand in New York, but they offer them $100 to play in Cleveland and they won't go. Because they used to doing this. You gotta go. Yep. You go play in front of 10 people. Then you go back next year and play in front of 30. Then you go back and play in front of 70. And then yeah, you, yeah. you build you build a following in these places. You know what I mean? So you got to go out there and physically work and do shows. You physically got to do interviews. You physically got to show up. You can't do shit over this. You got to show up and be face work, to face. Work. And then you build relationships with different people in different cities. You know what I mean? Right. And you from a different time, different work ethic. These nah, but what he said is one time I, after the first time, I go, man, I got to go on a promo tour because a promo tour back then you go, you do the morning show. Then you go do an in-store. Then you go to the one-stop. The one-stop is the people. They bought the records for all the mama pops. And you got to go sign the, and, and shit. And you sit in there. And then you go do the fucking mix show at night. And you go play in front of 30 people. And you go and you do the local press. Then you go to the next city. He wasn't getting paid for like six weeks. It was a promo tour. So I was like, man, I'm sick of doing promo by the second album. And then Joe the Butcher, who owned Rough House, he goes, check it out. The day your record can go door to door and knock on the door and sell itself, then you ain't got to do work no more. Mm. But until Yo. that day... Go do the promo tour. Now, was he... But, but also, man, you put all this fucking time and effort to make some music, right? You're fucking sitting in there for six months making an album. You want to present that shit to the people, right? If you ain't coming with importance and a hell of a rollout, why should they take your shit? If you're going to half-ass it. You got to yeah, make facts, it... got to be like... You got to make it look grand and like it's the second yeah. coming of motherfucking Jesus. Then people's going to see, oh, that must be some shit. Yeah. And you know the way shit works is like, I think they say 30 impressions. It just makes you like think of something. So, you know, an impression, you might see a billboard, you might hear somebody talk about it, you might hear it on the radio. Then after you might be like, after 30 times, it's psychological, you go, I got to check this out. So your job is to make sure you, you people are constantly yeah, hearing and seeing your shit all the time before they, what's this shit? I got to check it out. Yeah, facts. That's it's easy. Way. Your fans are going to come check you out, right? What you want to do is get motherfuckers that don't even know who you are. Don't know you. That's, that, that's what you're trying to do now. Get new fans. Your fans, could, your fans are there no matter what. Right. You want to constantly right. keep stretching and keep now stretching. the dude the dude from Rough Rack is he was independent, Rough House technically. Is, Rough House is independent. Like Rick, Chris Schwartz over there started as a manager for Schooly D when he had PSK. Then he was doing street team shit. So he 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 had a magazine. I remember when I was out there in '88, he was working on Easy E's first single. So he had a street team. So he was in touch with the streets. You gotta have a street team. You gotta get out yeah. and work your shit. Put the posters up and bring the records. You know what I mean? Show up and hand the record to all the right DJs and make sure it got played. So everything was hand to hand back then. The reason so why shout I out, that. shout out Schoolie D because I never heard of him. I guess he worked with my mother. <laughs> found out I was rapping. My mother came back one day and was like, "This guy, Schoolie D, said he was one of the first rappers or whatever type of." Rap. I was like, yeah, I've never heard of him. Ice T said he invented what gangsta rap. I was like, what type of first rap? gangsta records, PSK, Parkside Killers. Yeah, That's so it. I was like, whatever. And now I hear his name all the time. So, right. Schooly D, shout out to you. Because that K, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know your mom's? Yeah, facts. All right, we got to check in on the Schooly D. <laughs> I don't have a disrespect. Well, that, <laughs> facts. That, that cadence he used in PSK was six, Ice T cop used it for six in the morning. And then Easy E used it for um, Boys in the Hood. Same exact cadence. Fire. Biggie used it for one more chance, the beat. You know the beat? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. The reason why I asked if, if they were independent is because oh. you guys were touring globally. Well, at first, we, you know, the first year, we was just doing everything we could get on, man. And then once that second album came out, and, like, you know, I think that's when SoundScan first started. I think our record SoundScan, like, 285,000 the first week. Man. Which is Sound fucking amazing. 
And then uh, we was out. We were playing with fucking Fuji's one night, Metallica the next night. Man. We had that energy, you know what I mean? To go head to head with rock groups, man, because, you know. Rock group was a different vibe, though. Back then, it was a different vibe. It was big shit. You just playing in front of 150,000 motherfuckers. Damn. Yeah, but y'all also had a resurgence because you had Insane in the Brain. That was what, the third album? Second album. The second album. And then, on what, like the fifth, sixth album was The Rock Superstar. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a that shit just... double fucking resurgence. Because Insane in the Brain was, I mean, Killer Man was, took y'all off. The, that was racing. a single, though, right? Killer Man? Yeah, it was the B side. No, and then B-side. Really? That was the B side, yeah. yeah like we what was the, the, what the A side? Funky Feel one. But that was the label. We wanted to hand on the pump and kill a man. And the label was like, nah, nah. We want to do um we want to do Funky Feel one. That's crazy. We didn't know shit. You know, yeah, yeah, facts. But then you know how back then it was the B side. Everybody flipped yeah, the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They flipped yeah. it. And out Killer here, man was it. Stretching Bobito and Flex, everybody everybody flipped the record and then that shit took off out here. How did it uh, get on juice? Um um Hank Shockley and Keith Shockley put the movie together. Plus, it was the hottest record yeah, yeah, in New York. Yeah. So we was on tour. We came back and did the video. And then it was fucking Ed Love and Dr. Dre had MTV raps. And they was playing that shit three times a week. Ed Love and Dr. Dre. Shout out Ed Love and Dr. Dr. Dre. Week, you know what I mean? And then, then the box came out. Yeah, the box. Yo, the were box you guys in Who's the Man? Yeah. Yo, that time in hip-hop is probably, that's like the golden ever to me. Yeah, it was still um, a raw underground culture yeah, that was bro. starting to, and all the hit songs at that time was underground raw shit. Yeah. You know? I mean, there was no, you didn't have to have R&B. They was playing shit. fucking Method Man and Protect Your Neck Method as Man. singles how on I, the radio. How I could That's kill a man. How I could just shit. kill a man as a single on the radio. They wouldn't right. do shit like that no more. Hell no. Hell no. That, that, that's I mean, like, I don't know. They be playing all like nah. Girls, how they just got girls eating ass like girls eating some booty hole like brown. Yeah, yeah, facts. Like that five years, ninety one. Like <laughs> yeah, that's that shit on the radio. Those are the formative years nah, of me. Right then it started. Everybody started yeah. doing like Ron G type shit. Like let's flip it, shit with the hip hop beat, do the Ron R&B, the rap on it. They really started getting rap on all that shit. Are you tired of rappers with bullshit merchandise? Over here in Coney Island. We got the right shit for you, Pop. Fuck your life! We got the highest quality to the highest standard. Made right here in Coney Island by children and drug addicts. And get the savings. We got 50% off for nothing. Buy one, get nothing free. Buy two, get nothing free. Buy three, get nothing free. Where else can you get that? Oh my God! Don't fucking spend your money. Don't save none for your kids. Fuck them little bastards. Everything I rock got the G on it with the Rilla hair. Hat, hoodie. Jack pants, socks, chain, ring, <laughs> G on it, the red head. Come over to FYL, we're kicking the competition's ass. Woo! I'm gonna punch that dog right there. <laughs> Get ass though. Your favorite rapper Prince's merch on bullshit like this. We don't do that over here at FYL. FYL store grand opening. If you ain't here, I'm doing this to your little brother. You, you, you really was arranging, from what I saw in the documentary, you arranged everything yeah, absolutely. Cypress Hill. Absolutely. When did y'all figure out that Sen was more like, I don't want to call him a hype man, but he's like B-Real was the front man. You know what I'm saying? Because I seen in the documentary that Sen Dog was rapping at first. Yeah, Sen was always rapping, but it was it was just the, it was just the chemistry kind of just it developed into what it yeah, was yeah, you know, yeah, naturally. Yeah. But you know, if you take Sen out of the equation, man, it's like Facts. having a meal with no spice. Facts, hundred percent. You know I mean? so he was always the illest on stage when we was young. You know, Biro developed into the performer he is, but at the beginning, Sen was always natural on stage, man. But Biro was always a natural writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we was homies, man. We was kicking it every day, so everybody just brought their shit, and we figured it out. We was whack. We made whack demos for about a year. 
Every song was garbage. I'll play them for you one day. And uh, one day we did that, that real That's estate. Fire, though. I had a drum machine and a big-ass radio with four speakers, and I plugged the drum machine into the radio, the mic, pushed record on the cassette, and it was one take. When they turned the drum machine on, people did one take, and that was yeah. the demo for real estate. And we was taking that shit up to college radio off the cassette, just playing that shit, sending that shit out. And that was the first demo. That was the first record we, so song we did that was I sound like a record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, this sounds like a record, yo. This shit is fire. <laughs> and tore the world off that. That's fire. Yo, Muzz, Muzz like an encyclopedia. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, he's mad informative. Nah, nah, yeah, like, yo, yeah. when I meet, like, yo, when I Ain't be with Muzz, shirt. or even like, 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 I did the album with L. Bill. Like, I, I, me and him really wasn't friends before that. We became friends in making the album. And I would just go to his crib and just talk with him for mad hours because he was, you know, he was signed. He did the. He did a lot of shit in the game that people don't give him credit because yep. he don't have like a hit hit record that was on the radio. But yo, L. Bill, a smart motherfucker. Yeah, he yeah. he was he would put me on to a lot of shit. Hold up, all them people came out there, but all right, all right, you got you got a hat on. There you go, my man. Yo, don't ever disrespect <laughs> me looking like an Asian, Samoan, Puerto Rican, or look like all races in one, bro. Get out of here. Fuck your life. <laughs> Hawaiian punch. <laughs> Yo, Muggs, you talked about tax write-off. You talked about Web3. You talked about building an ecosystem. What was, what's, like, the biggest gem you would give to, like, a new artist business-wise? Business-wise, man. To look out for labels, like, anything that a new artist should know that you think often, like, Pay your fucking taxes, especially if you think you're using PayPal and you don't think you got to pay those. Nice. You're selling vinyls and you don't think you got to pay taxes. Nice. This is gonna be knocking on your door in five years. They let you swim around a little fishy. Where let you know? it build up. They let you swim around a little fishy. Slip. Crush your shit. And they go, nah, Always pay. Especially your artists shit. dealing in cash, like they're not paying attention, but them W nine. Yeah, that, that that PayPal shit, man. I see none. Of, I know a gang of motherfuckers that ain't paying taxes. Yeah, Word. facts. That's yeah. real. What's the most dangerous place? And I always say, stay, stay, be a fucking student, man. Always say, a student. Don't think you like act like you know everything. You know what I mean? Where? Once you think you act like, once you think you know everything, keep fucking find something to keep you uncomfortable. Keep learning, man. Keep learning. Keep fucking with your brain. Who inspires you right now? Most dangerous place? Yeah. One of them probably been um, um, Skateland USA in Compton. You know what I mean? In the eighties. Oh, damn. First time I, I walked in, say another country there shit. was like fucking <coughs> thousand motherfuckers in red. Imagine seeing that? Motherfucking security with Uzis. First time I seen that shit. In a roller skating ring? In 88, you know. <laughs> yeah, I would have left. Yeah, <laughs> I would have yeah. right Yo, the fuck. Yo, let me get my skates to go. I skated right the fuck up out of here. Because we had um, World on Wheels. We had World I thought you were going to say more, like that was more the Philippines or some shit. Oh, you mean country? Nah, nah, I mean, okay. that, that's what, you, oh, that's what it was. Cool. There was no countries that, you know, and then playing over here, like, um, um, what was this shit in New York called? Um, well, you had the tunnel, and then you had um, Red, Red Zone. Red Zone was wild back in the days. A little club in Manhattan called Red Zone. <laughs> tunnel was crazy. The tunnel was insane. Yeah, yeah. Fact. that's a fact. What about you, TF? Uh, I always been welcoming to that shit. You feel me? Everywhere we went touring, like I made sure I tapped in with who was outside. Like, yeah, yeah, shit, take me where it's scandalous at. <laughs> you feel me? And that's that's where I built a lot of my relationships. You feel me? Even out here, like, uh, that's how I met one of my boys in fucking Tab Projects. 
I was with Q. We had Q. Uh, we had, we like we in like a penthouse, and they just sitting in there. I'm like, this is my first time in New York. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to go see this shit. You feel me? And he like, well, he caught up with one of his boys. He pull up. He like, where you want to go? Times Square? I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm trying to see them bricks, man. I'm trying to see them projects. Take me back. Jacks. Nigga, yeah, yeah. You feel me? He took me to fucking Spanish Harlem. Town Project linked up with my boy Uwa. And, uh, well, he, I didn't know him at the time. He took me over there and left me over there. <laughs> and I was, I stayed there for the rest of the night. And shit, <laughs> me and that nigga been cool since then. That's fine. That's but, the same when we go to LA. Like when I be passing off Fig, I like looking at the hookers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's little. <laughs> y'all, y'all, you don't see that over here, man. You go by there, it's not like drug addicts. They like bad bitches. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, they are. Uh, Hell yeah. Just on the street, like right like there on Mermaid, right here. Yeah. And then, in thongs. And dress like, like in the, that? Like, like New York in the 80s, bro. And it's right. not cold over there. Nah. <laughs> so they always, they out 24-7. Chilling, yeah. yeah. Facts. It's expensive? <laughs> <laughs> For the 40. <laughs> but, but yeah, I did, uh, shit, every, every city we hit, like, I tapped in like that with, with everybody that was whoever it was outside. Take me where it's at. Take yeah, me outside. Yeah, stop yeah. doing that, man. Yeah. How would you nah, describe nah, it? Nah, for sure. For sure. How would you describe it? But tapping in and checking in. Tanner, you're my man Muggs and Modelo, man. Uh, okay. Tapping in and checking in. Like, tapping in is, outside. you know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like the same thing, but <clears throat> checking in is like, you you checking in when you 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 already uh it's not on some scared shit. Nah, the t- the tap in I'm, I'm I'm whenever I land wherever I'm at I'm hitting somebody yo I'm out here word, word. You feel me like you know I need I need somebody to get with me for sure yeah yeah you feel me I'm not finna just be running around like on some tourist shit you want to stand in your hotel yeah want to stand in your Thank hotel you, doing boring shit yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying nah yeah. we like when I go to L A man nah, twist right I don't want to nah. fucking walk around the Walk of Fame. I don't want to go see the Hollywood sign, you yeah, know what I'm nah, saying? For real. Nah, you can go to a city and it's whack. It's the company you're with that's going to make Absolutely. Yeah, for real. Right. You come to yeah. L.A., man, you're getting, a, you're getting a backstage pass rolling around. You're going to see shit you can never even have. A, yeah. You can have a billion dollars and not get the tour you're going to get with your all motherfuckers. Right? Shit, I've been here my whole life. I ain't even know that shit was over Thank there you. with the cars that you took us to yesterday. <laughs> I was broke. Facts. Yeah. And I just thought that. That was dope. Soul Assassin's 3, tell the peoples. What's up with it? Soul Assassin's 3 is out right now. Um, shit. Got the homies, some legends on that motherfucker. That CeeLo like joint is fire. CeeLo, Mr. Scarface. The Ice Cube joint with Ice Cube, Be Real and Ren. Dang. NWA meets Cypress Hill on that motherfucker. Then I got some of the, you know, the, 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 the future legends like, you know, Freddie Gibbs and West Side Gun and shit. And then I got, you know, the, the next wave of legends like, you know, TF and shit. Like, you know, always spread it out like that and try to, you know. Absolutely. Hey, yo. Yo, you got your ear to the streets. That's it. That's, that's one thing that your whole career, the Soul Assassin's tapes is always like, you, you got your ear to the streets. <laughs> yeah. We still a fan of this shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, facts. I'm still a fan, man. I love, I love this shit. And it's more about the people, man. It's more about meeting good motherfuckers and keeping them tight, man. Because y'all meet a lot of good motherfuckers out here. But when you do, man, keep them tight. Absolutely. That's how I feel about y'all, you know what I'm saying? Whenever I'm out there, I fucks with y'all, you know what I'm saying? And me, TF Muggs. Don't that pour that mommy. Okay, gracias. Don't say face, huh? Oh, oh get him, turn him around. Yo, 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 y
<laughs> Good job, kid. <laughs> First day of school. Yo, me, TF, Marlon's got a joint. I don't know when it's coming out, but I'm dissing a rapper on it. You know what I'm saying? You'll see it when it comes out. Oh, it's a banger, too. <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker crazy. Now, one thing, when, I, when we went there, I was like, yo, we need to do some shit where the beat switches up. And that shit switches up like three, four times. Yeah. That shit is fire. You know what I'm saying? Also, I seen Muggs. He, he posted one day, yo, I found mad old dat tapes from the 90s. I was like, yo, Muggs, send me them shits. Oh, we got some. When we link up, I'm going yeah. to go through them. We're going to go through nice. them, motherfuckers. That, that, some shit. I can't, that, you know, that's, that's like a kid in the can. That's like going to the Willy Wonka fucking... The, the, the factory, you know what I'm saying? That shit is super legendary. It's like a... Oh, no, bro, I can't say that. Damn, bro. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> and we doing good. Yeah. After the beer, after the beer. Let him do the beer. <laughs> we chilling. Let's see what happens when he finishes. So, T.F., tell us about... The, <laughs> tell us about the... We uh, might go the, off the, the rails. New, um, the new deal, man. Uh, yeah, up, man. man. Shout out my boy, Bamba. Shout out, Doe. You know, shout out Equity, Rock Nation, and all that. You know, they tapped in, reached out. You know, I came through, played some shit, and they was like, yeah, we with whatever you want to do. Feel me? So, uh, you know, took about. Clap it up, that's fire. Clap yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, they was they on board with whatever a nigga want to do right now, man. So, uh, we definitely uh, shake some shit up. You feel me? So, uh, we got a, I got an upcoming album coming out. September 29th. What's the name of it? Feeling the Power. Feeling the Power? Feeling the Power. Fire. Right. You feel me? Uh, so, yeah, we you know I'm talking about, you know, my whole shit with sobriety, you know, dealing with that shit, coming out of that shit, you know, uh, just a whole storyline on, on dealing with everything surrounding, you know, trying to stay on that same path, you know, still dealing with the shit I do. Facts. You feel me? But uh, but yeah. So you know, I got uh some solid features on there. Solid features on that motherfucker. What you got on there? I got uh I got Ab Soul on there. Ab Soul joint is fire. Yeah yeah yeah. We finna drop that uh in a couple weeks. We finna drop that in a couple weeks. Uh, Ab Soul on there. I got the song more. that you just dropped on there. Yup yup yup. Uh, for the low. That's out right now. You can go tap. That's it. the name of the song. Yeah, that's some West Coast shit. That's a West Coast banger right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with. Yeah, you keep talking about big money, I might rob you on the law. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but everything scandalous. You know, I'm gonna keep it scandalous. But uh. Now, what's every what's everything scandalous? What is that? Everything scandalous, like that's with shit life. You feel me? It's, it ain't even about just. With what you know, what we what we doing, and you know how we came up. It's everybody got some scandalous shit going on behind the scenes, blue collar, all that shit. You feel me? Like, like motherfucker, like we had old boy for a president for a minute. <laughs> that was super scandalous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody scandalous. Yeah, so top on down. Yeah, so yeah, everything scandalous. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You still got it, live action. You still got it. Yeah, facts. You know, it, it just represents, it's like a, uh, <laughs> it's a culture at the same time, like a lifestyle, you know? You feel me? Because you got to, you got to, it's like, like, like you go down fig and you see, you feel me? You see what that look like, you know, they just surviving. Facts. Or, or some of them getting pressured into it, but regardless, everything's scandalous. That's super scandalous. You feel me? 
That's like the West Coast fuck your life, you heard? Yeah, yeah. nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Fuck your life, very day scally. Shout out to Monster Energy. Yo, shout out to Fat Joe, man. He came to Coney Island. Hell yeah. Dropped off these Terror Squad Air Forces. You know what I'm saying? I don't they definitely not out yet. They coming out soon. I don't know. Shout out to fucking Cuba. Got a box of Cuban cigars. Say shout, shout out to Cuba? Yeah, bro, Cuban cigars. I don't know if they legal or not. Talk about Cuba getting junior. <laughs> beep, beep that out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they legal or not. Beep. Shout out to beep. Beep. You know what I'm saying? Nah, shout out to the feds who watch this. Damn, man. Nah. Uh, but yeah, that's what we do, man. We outside with Gorilla Nems. Live action in the building. Live action. Come say what's up, man. Say what up, son. Live action. Laffy yeah. Taffy, the Pink Panther. Yo. Outside. Yo. Looking like a tongue. <laughs> we about to go to Philly. Go fuck with my boy OT the Real Mugs. Fucking with Tony Touch. We outside. Both coasts. Fuck your life. Dulio. Yeah, let's get into this. Let's get into the drip check. Sponsored by Monster Energy. You heard? Sponsored by Terror Squad. Let's let's start with this drip. Terror Squad Air Forces. Shout out Joey Crack the Dawn. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Six the Dawn. FYL on the top, hood by air, gray sweats, wavy Yeezys. Yo, what's up with gray sweats, bro? You trying to let a dingle for the lady? <laughs> yo, shit, 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 shit. Hey, hey, yo, yo, hey, yo. Hey, yo. What kind of sweats? What kind of sweats? I don't even know, man. How <laughs> you trying to make, He got the Wachamsies. He got the Wachamsies. <laughs> yeah, go. Yo, I got the. Peruvians. Yeah. I got the Ricky Gorilla hat, Puerto Rico. I got the Haram Preston hoodie. She got on the shorts, huh? Let it through, let it through. Let, let him through. Oh, shit. Yo, so good. I got the Haram Preston socks and some dunks. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Uh, yeah, Haram Preston. They got, got Yo, Haram Preston, my man, this is the last season he wearing your shit, bro. I know you've seen him wearing your shit. Haram Stop shitting on my socks. Man. Send him some shit. It ain't Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Yeah, Tia. I got the ETS trucker on, everything scandalous. Where they can get that at? Uh, ets.official.com. You feel me? Yeah, tap in on that. The ETS trucker available right now, all colors. Uh, I got the Kid Super hoodie sweats on. New Balance Friends and Family Edition. The Fuck Your Life socks. Oh, you feel me? Yeah. Yo, get the fuck away from my truck, dickhead! <laughs> you pissing by my shit? We gonna fuck you up? Who's that? That Mexican right there? <laughs> Hit that nigga with a monster can. Yo, get the fuck away from my truck, bro. Yeah, hey, you. you. <laughs> Yo, he don't speak English. He don't understand English. He understood that. He understood that. Yeah, that's that's everything scandalous right there. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Muggs. Uh, we got that White Sox hat, that born and raised hoodie. They, we got these motherfucking fucking rabbits straight from Tokyo pants right here. Woo! It's a new brand. Mm -hmm. and, and them Stussy Nikes. There we go. Stussy. Yeah. That's get how you say it? Stussy? Let me get some of that good, Stussy. Good, good. Boom. Mm -hmm. Then we got, as always, the fuck your life on top, the hat. You can get that at the FYL store, 1612 Mermaid Avenue, or FYL.NYC. Then we got Carhartt. Can't go wrong with a Carhartt tee. We got some essential shorts. And we got these Burgundy Air Force, no, Burgundy 5s, Jordan 5s, shouts to all the right. You know what I'm saying? They looked hotter in the picture, but 
We fuck with them. Shouts to all the right. They, 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 we outside. Bing bong. <laughs>